everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mark Loves Podcast Pets and Pot. In this week's episode, episode number two, we have our very first guest, uh, Christine Kinahan. We talk about her time working at an illegal pot shop. We're introduced to her five wonderful cats. And we recommend seven podcasts worth listening to. And I think at some point we all realize that we all have king-size beds just to accommodate our pets. Anyway, guys, thanks for tuning in again, and we'll see you on the other side of the theme song. Do you guys want to listen to podcasts? Okay. Fill your bowl, fill your pet's bowl, and open your ear holes. Loves podcasts, pets, and pot. Where we talk about the podcasts, pets, and pot that make life pleasant. Isn't that right, boy? Mm-hmm. Good boy. Um, so yeah, how did how did you feel about uh, episode one? I think episode one was awesome. I went and I listened to it. Uh, I liked it so much. I listened to it again. It went smooth. Your editing skills are, are fantastic. And, uh, you know, I hasten to use the word, um, what is it? Experienced podcasters. But I think we can throw that on a, a resume now. Oh, God, no. Oh, Steve, come on. One episode? I doubt that. I, I had trouble with it again today, getting it set up. That's why I do it like two hours before start time. So I know it's a go. But we did get, I, I heard from two people that did um, enjoy, they did listen, and uh, they picked up uh, Business Wars was one recommendation that somebody uh, said they were going to start listening to. And uh, what was the Mike Rowe podcast again? Um, um, the Way I Heard It. Yeah, The Way I Heard It. That was another one. That was uh, Karen out in Nova Scotia, uh, who uh, I told her I was going to m- mention her today. Um, she was a, she's a fan of Mike Rose, so she's going to listen to that podcast. Uh, but today's actually going to be, uh, like is our first episode where we're going to follow our, our, our sort of regular format, which is uh, a guest based format. Um, and our first guest, um, she's, I've known her, I probably, I probably say about six, seven, eight ish years now. Um, I met her through the, the, uh, the Hamilton comedy scene. Um, she's, uh, recommended a ton of podcasts to me in the past, which is why I thought she would be a fantastic first guest. I also know that she has, uh, um, she has several pets and is quite, uh, you know, uh, she's quite profound in the world of pot. Uh, uh, welcome to the podcast, uh, Christine Kinahan. How are you tonight? Thank you so much for having me. I'm uh, doing great. How are you guys doing? Uh, I'm I'm fantastic. No, I'm doing great. I'm just glad I have someone else to talk to other than Mark on one of these things. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm actually uh, in the midst of making some cannabis uh, coconut oil right now. Oh, coconut <laughs> cannabis coconut oil i've never is that that is that something you consume or is that something that it's like a topical thing uh so i typically make like gummies out of it oh, uh, like shit. jello and gelatin gummies yeah so uh chris like my fiance his, his dad recently had a bout of cancer and he's found that the gummies are like he loves them for increasing his appetite falling asleep and i uh, just i come up here and make a whole bunch of them every time we're up here so in the, in the coconut oil if you like want to you can just eat a spoonful of it, it doesn't taste great but it's a, oh, it's shit. a great uh, fast acting edible 
Oh, that's fantastic. I had no idea. That's I, I didn't know that you could do that kind of stuff. Like my, my, <laughs> my edible stuff is, is limited to making butter and then like making cookies or Rice Krispie squares. I, the idea of making gummies is uh, sort of uh, beyond me this way. There, it's it's like incredibly simple. It's just uh, you got to be fast, otherwise it'll set in the pan, and <laughs> you don't want that. Oh, nice. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's really good. There, we've got like a million different molds from Dollarama, and then they work uh, they work just right. It's perfect. Oh, oh that's cool. I, I'm I'm interested to see uh, what one of these things looks like when you're all done with it. That's uh, that's actually pretty fantastic. So the closest I've ever we, come is I tried to make marshmallow once, and I completely destroyed an egg beater. Oh. Oh yeah, that that that's a tough one. <laughs> that is definitely uh not not like cooking 101 no no so with the gummies do you just put them in a pan and bake them i mean how do you make how do you make gummies so uh like once i make the coconut oil so i, I have a magical butter machine so it's like super idiot proof i just put in a bunch of weed a bunch of coconut oil hit a button and an hour later i've got infused coconut oil wow oh shit! Uh, i had yeah, no idea oh. something like this existed <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's like expensive. It was about two fifty for the machine, but it does like oils, uh, butter, tincture, whatever you wanted to do. So the the coconut oil I did one batch earlier. It's currently just kind of setting, and uh, like you mix that in a pan with the two packs of Jello, some gelatin, some water, and then you know cook it off for a bit. Like go for about ten minutes, and then quickly put it in the molds, toss them in the freezer, and then you've got these gummies that taste kind of coconutty kind of jelloey and <laughs> they're like admittedly they're they're not the best i've got to add some like flavor drops to them are they because are they i still potent? find the pot comes in strong but they they are but here's the thing i have built up such a tolerance to edibles that i'm not a good judge of them <laughs> yeah fair enough yeah. I, I make them for the sake of other people enjoying them and they tell me that they're strong so that's that's my gauge. So these would probably destroy someone like Steve. He's sort of a novice in the world of cannabis, <laughs> I'm assuming. There, oh yeah, yeah, and they're good. Like Chris's dad likes to eat like half of one, and that that's good to, to you know get through the day. But then I'll I'll eat like seven of them and go to sleep, and it'll just be a normal night. <laughs> Jesus, how many Jesus did you eat? Seven of them? <laughs> Holy shit! Okay. There, yeah, and it's it's not like I, I'm not trying to be like an asshole. That's like, oh, I have crazy high tolerance. It's just sort of by virtue of having done this for like 20 years. Wow. I don't think I've eaten seven edibles in my entire life, let alone seven in one evening. Wow, that's 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 impressive. So uh, that's have, hardcore. Uh, Christine, did you did you choose to be high for tonight's episode? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There's this so there's this lovely little um like. Uh, legal shop up here called on route it, it's on the oh i've seen it's it. on the 17 but yeah, yeah yeah between here and north bay it's awesome their selection is great the guys are running is great and they always have stuff up here that like we don't have on there so i, I love lemon anything so i about found a whole bunch of lemon pre-rolls and got them so that that was my poison this afternoon oh fantastic yeah i uh i stopped at my my regular happy life here in north bay and i picked up um they're called jeffrey's they're they're a high THC. Yes, they're, yes. They're, they're really uh, uh, the girl recommended them. To I me. love those. So I, uh, I I decided I was going to go with that tonight, and I also I decided I was going to have a cannabis beverage. So because I they're fun. I don't know if you oh. if you ever tried them, but they're like they're not potent. Like for like for a novice, great. Yeah. Um. And uh, what is yep. it? MXG makes these fantastic cannabis drinks. So I picked up their um oh, uh, cool. blue raspberry one tonight, and it's you know I just nice. a little ice there, uh, a little ice, and we're good to go <laughs> for uh for the evening. So um, 
Christine, uh, Steve. Uh, so we're we live in uh, Ontario, where it's you know we li- we live in a legalized uh, uh, area of the world for cannabis. But before we became legal, we went through this sort of period of time. Like how long? It must have been a few years where where we had these sort of yeah these like um, marijuana dispensaries that weren't quite legal, but like nobody was stopping them from being open. <laughs> I guess. Well, you you had to like see like a fake doctor and like you know pretend that something was wrong. <laughs> and yeah, so and you worked at one of these, didn't you? <laughs> I absolutely did. Yeah, I worked at a very gray area shop. Um, well, actually, I worked at two. It was under the same chain. Uh, it was called MMJ. It was um, in Hamilton, the one I worked at. They had locations in like Vancouver, Hamilton, a few other places. And I, I worked at the one in Hess, which is like a, a bar district in Hamilton. I worked at that one for a bit as a receptionist. And then I worked as a bud tender on the one uh, at the one over on Ottawa Street, in, like East Hamilton. So different, different part of the city, but uh, just as entertaining. <laughs> and yeah, I uh, moved my way up to a bud tender and it was like the job was a lot of fun if it weren't so politicky. Like the actual selling, selling of weed part is so great. <laughs> there was just, I mean, no matter how you slice it, it's still retail. <laughs> it's oh, I- still uh retail management and just like you know store managers who would overstep their bounds and just bigwigs in bc who would sit there and watch cameras and like just literally like watch us do our jobs (laughs) multiple provinces away and it just got to be a little bit too much but again the job itself was so much fun the people were so great like my coworkers were awesome so it was uh, it was a time was it It like like sorry go on steve I was going to say, it sounds like a hell of a lot of oversight from your employers from a place that the term fake doctor comes up. <laughs> I mean, they're obviously not it, too dialed in on, you know, let's make this completely legit, but let's uh, make sure you fill out this form in triplicate oh, no. when you get a prescription from Dr. Seuss. Yeah, no, it, exactly. And the fact that I got like paid legally and actually got a legal T4 actually blew my mind. Like, <laughs> so but- it, it was it was shocking. It was a numbered corporation, but it's uh, I still paid taxes and all that stuff. And so did they. Like, it was it was really funny. Yeah. So you didn't get paid on Fridays with money in a paper bag. No, no, it was direct deposit, man, right into my bank account. <laughs> oh, so it was like, did you have like benefits and everything like that kind of stuff too? Um, honestly, they they did. I will say that they did bring in benefits just as I was leaving. Uh, they were they did bring them in for a full time staff, which was quite nice. Uh, but yeah, like I, I paid taxes, paid into CPP and EI and all that stuff. And <laughs> so, but but at the same time, okay. So like we 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 ta- we chatted about this beforehand. Did you guys get raided? Yes, <laughs> we got raided. It was. Uh, f- when was it 2016 2017 one of those years and uh, it was two days before valentine's day and we it was crazy it was one of those days there just happened to be like you know 11 o'clock on a on a thursday or whatever and there was no customers in the store which was very very abnormal and a bunch of uh like plain clothes undercover cops walked in and you know you can still pick them out even if they're plain clothes <laughs> And they, they literally just walked in and the one guy looks at us. He's like, you know why we're here? And we're all like, yep, <laughs> we sure do. And it was really like one of the most polite interactions I've ever had with the police. Because like the, 
they weren't rude and like we weren't giving any more information than we had to like we, we gave our names phone numbers addresses like i handed over my license and but they didn't take our phones or arrest anybody so or you, like anything you didn't like get that. charged like, with anything all... right like there was no like there i did was no not get charged charges, no. no okay no no i just i just got detained they took my info i was free to go after about an hour or so but like nobody said anything like nobody named who management was or and you know they tried to cajole us and <laughs> each of us into answering we were all like no no like i'm not gonna answer that question see i i and see... even still like the... so go on they, they were absolutely shocked by like the operation because <laughs> there's there so much stock and we had everything in gun safes that's like what it was and you know one person had the combination and it, like everything was just locked up in there and you know they, they took it all they took the safes they took the cash and took the cash registers and the ipods and, and ipads and everything else so but all, all in all we were back open within three days so so like they <laughs> took all your stuff away but you guys like you were yeah so that's why i was always <laughs> confused about that because like if you're getting like legitimate t4s and you're working for a numbered business but then the cops can come in and take all your stuff away yeah like i i never sort of understood how it could or couldn't work <laughs> that way but but uh like yeah definitely an interesting job to sort of to to have in your life at some point right it was uh, a real kick in the ass to uh finish the engineering degree that i was one credit shy of so <laughs> it was one of those like i really don't want to do this for the rest of my life there you go. <laughs> oh, fair situation enough. good, good so, motivator that uh, way. i mean I, 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 exactly yeah yeah and it's like i didn't want that much stress for you know a retail gig you know like it's just not worth it yeah, I guess yeah, how many fair. people working at the Gap? They, 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 how many people working at the Gap are worried about yeah, the rates? No, it, so it, it, it's, it's, I guess when it comes to retail, <laughs> a little bit higher risk there than. Uh... It's it's true, and like you never know what's going to happen, right? Like after that, they really did start clamping down, and people like just bartenders were getting arrested and having phones taken away and all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't I don't want that to happen to me or anybody else here. Like it's not it's not worth it. So did you guys ever get to like sample the products or anything like that? Like, did you, did you like here have have a free this or that? <laughs> uh, I mean, we we got a pretty significant discount, and there was lots of uh, lots of product trial, if you will. And I mean, it it made sense because people would ask for recommendations all the time, and like I didn't want to lie to them. <laughs> I I didn't want to tell them something was good if it actually sucked, and I wouldn't know that unless I tried it. Oh, so, uh, but so you're very honest retailer. Oh yeah, exactly, exactly. And like, honestly, I hated giving recommendations because it was such bullshit. Like, it, what I like, it has no bearing on what you're gonna like. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter at all. Like, don't don't listen to me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, you, uh, but you know, everyone think, wants you know wants to experience something, so it's it's up to the, it's up to them as to how it uh, it goes for them in their trials, right? They're exactly, and like, I love lemon and hate cheese, and there's lots of people that you know, love cheese and hate lemon and would hate anything I recommended anyway. So, oh, fair uh, but I, I think the best, the best instance of uh, a trial was one day we just, we received some brownies that came in from Vancouver and they just had not been refrigerated the entire time across, you know, the entirety of the country. Oh shit. So by the time they made, by the time they made their way to us, they were pretty stale. Uh, they were, uh, we didn't want to sell them for like the $40 that they were supposed to go for. Oh, wow. So okay. we just wound up eating all, all of them. Like every staffer had, um, I think there were 200 milligrams each and I just started with like two. Holy and shit. 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then like, a, you could function on a third like 400 milligrams? Is that is that what I'm understanding and, here? And this is when I was at like the thinnest of my life too. I was like maybe like 175. Like I, I was not oh my that goodness. big. <laughs> okay, maybe and we I put just... this into context for the people like me who yeah, are yeah, the, absolutely. the newbies. Yeah, let, let's <laughs> so, check this out here. When you go to an OCS store, the most that I, as I understand it, the 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 package that they give you is ten. Ten. You're yeah. Allowed yeah. Ten to is eat. the highest. And you yeah. ate forty times the equivalent of what a <laughs> Joe or Jane Public will go into a a, a a dispensary and buy. Yes. And it didn't yeah. kill you, obviously. And then, and you had another two hundred no. milligrams later, right? Is that is that? Did I yes. hear that correct? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was like. I was in no shape to drive. That that's for sure. But like, I still sold weed all day and had a balanced cash register at the end of the night. So wow, well done. I would think you. I would have thought you'd be in no shape to hold the fluids inside your body. I mean, I would have made a mess of myself on. Uh, oh well, no, I'm, yeah, no, I'm, it was wow. good. And then I'm I'm not one of those people that like gets anxiety or anything when they get too fucked up. Like I just I'm like okay, I just need to ride this out. <laughs> there you go. Oh, there, that's it. That's you could you got this right. <laughs> Because I know Steve, like if you had if you had one can of, if you had one can of what I was drinking tonight, that would like that would be enough to get you pretty high, right? Ten milligrams. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, it's it's not it's not pretty, and that's why I'm not a regular user. <laughs> like I told you know Christine, you missed the first. Well, maybe you heard the first podcast, but um, I am very much a lightweight. It just it's not my thing. It doesn't sit well. But yeah, I I, I no, I, I totally get it. Uh, I'm a terrible drinker. (laughs) I I totally uh, understand. Yeah, everyone's got their thing. Yeah, two two cans, Mark. I'd be in the fetal position, you know, hiding under (laughs) a a coffee table somewhere. I I I I could totally see that, Steve. I've seen you like one, like two and a half milligrams, and that was like you were pretty happy at that stage. I can't. Ten would be would would get you to twenty would kill you. I think. I think that's yeah. Well, we, we remember the, the first joint I ever smoked that I got you to, to give me. And I, I basically slipped <laughs> into a coma and that was from a joint like 15 years ago you, or whatever it was. And that was a, are you blaming me for that? Is that, is that what that's I amazing. That? Oh, my <laughs> No, no, I just, I would. so Mark, she had 400. What is your, what, what is your biggest amount? Like the biggest, I think I had like 175, um, I, uh, probably like in the summertime and it was, I enjoyed it. I ended up cleaning the entire house. I, I was, I became motivated after that. Oh, that's so amazing. That's going to end our pot portion of today's, uh, today's podcast because Christine, I got to tell you here, you, uh, you have quite <laughs> the, uh, you have, you know, you have quite the, the number of cats here. Uh, but I think that the thing that <laughs> I most enjoy about your cats are, are the names you've chosen uh, for them. So um, the, the if you, fandoms. If, yeah. Like I, I tell you, like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it up to you to introduce your cats and and sort of explain like maybe how the, these names came about because these are these are not usual cat names these aren't like fluffies and mittens and things like that so uh, I'll, I'll let you take it away with uh, with your uh, with your menagerie of of, of cats here. Okay, so uh, my fiance and I currently have five cats. Um, (laughs) the thing is we've only gotten one of them well together. So the, the first two are Optimus Prime and Megatron (laughs) and they were, uh, they were my girls as silly as it sounds. They, I I gave a very masculine name because I I don't know why I was like 21. I couldn't tell you. 
So, <laughs> uh, they definitely don't go by those names. There's they're Oppie and Tron. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> they're girls are like thirteen. They're absolutely they're like 13, 14 years old. And uh, Tron's actually with me right now because uh, as <laughs> as you'll find out, she's diabetic and she's on insulin twice a day. So when we go away, we ha- we try to take her with us if we can. Oh, okay. um, fair enough. Yeah. So those were my girls. And then uh, we have two boys that are seven and eight. And that's the Joker and Harvey Dent. And they were Chris's. So they're they're from obviously the, the Batman fandom, the Batman villain fandom. <laughs> And uh, we recently just got a little kitten. He's five months old. And his name is Fox Mulder because we love the X-Files. So, okay. So now, so, okay. So Optimus is Opti and, and uh, Megatron yep. is Tron now. So is Joker still Joker? He, <laughs> he's become jokies or jokes, which, you know, lends itself well to comedy as well. And, and, and Harvey uh, Dent. Harvey Dent he, he's just become Harvey or Harv's. Big okay. big Harves, he's a big boy. So, <laughs> but you know when it's, it's a, a formal occasion, it's it's Harvey Dent, like full names, right? You know for they're for, oh for big okay. And, like that. And what's great is like my fiance Chris's last name is Jarvey, so Harvey gets Harvey Jarvey when he's in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Very nice. Now, and I, I really like the fact that Christine, you keep bringing up your fiance, so you don't have the crazy cat lady stigma going. You, you keep saying this isn't all you. It's, it's... No, and and funnily enough, he had three cats before we got together, and he gave one to his parents because he didn't want to be the single guy with three cats. <laughs> <laughs> like, so, so like, no, we, we could be a crazy cat couple. <laughs> so now these five the cats, they all get along well with each other. This is a, this is a happy union of animals. They, they do. I mean, right now, uh, Fox Mulder, or Spooky, as I call him, because that's Fox's nickname in the show. Yeah, <laughs> he is a little shit because he's five months old, and that's what they do. Yep. But he's he's coming around. He just, uh, he's a food stealer, and he, he loves to play with the cats, but they're like, you know, I'm seven or like 13, like, piss off. Like, I just want a nap. <laughs> yeah, I imagine, yeah, like, he's just but a ball it, of energy it, ready to go. Uh, I'm like Exactly. Right but you know, when when we're not looking, we catch them grooming each other and cuddling and stuff. So they, they definitely all get along. And even like right off right right off the top when I brought the girls over, like the first Chris and I have been dating for like I don't know like four days. When I'm like I should probably bring my cats over because I'm not gonna go home. <laughs> and he was like, "Yep, you probably should." So so I brought the cats over and they like they were all you know they, they had their shots and they were all fixed and everything, so no worries there. And we just mix them together hope for the best and it went well see typically like when a when a like when a girl wants like is moving in with a guy like she'll leave like a toothbrush or like you know maybe you know you know give themselves a drawer in the bathroom you just you you brought the cats over on day four and just like that was it yeah no did day one was a toothbrush like day two was a drawer and day four was the cats like we just sped through all that like the normal stuff and then well for harvey and then for harvey straight, and joker it must have been for Harvey and Joker, it must have been awesome because all of a sudden, hey, this lady's over here with dad and what's going on? And then, <laughs> holy shit, you brought two girls over. So Harvey and Joker probably weren't complaining at all. They're, oh, no. And this is, uh, we look back and laugh now and I still, for the love of God, don't know why I did this. But the first night I spent there, I picked up Joker and I looked at him and said, I'm your new mommy now. 
<laughs> and, and put them down and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, why did I just, why did I just say that? <laughs> your, your fiance or your boyfriend at the time, wow, I've known her for about three days and she's already taken ownership of the cats. That's, uh... It's like, holy Christ, we went out for lunch this afternoon. Like what's, what's going on here? <laughs> now so, I've never had cats, but I can only imagine with five You've gone past the box and you're now using like a litter crate, right? Because there's got to be a lot of cat stuff everywhere. There's, yeah, so there, there's three litter boxes. Like we we have a two bedroom, so there's like a cat room essentially. And there's, uh, there's, there's three litter boxes in there and like a big cat tree and, you know, lots of window for them to stare outside at the lake. <laughs> they're, they're quite happy. And, you know, there, there's definitely boxes of toys. But Fox Mulder has taken to putting his toys away, which is quite nice. He'll take them oh, out of the really? box, play with he's, them for a bit, and put them back in the box. He's learned to do on his own this way. They're, yeah, he just he knows where they are, so he just puts them back. Oh, fantastic! <laughs> so you got, you got a smart little kitty there, eh? There, and he loves to play fetch. It's uh, fantastic. Do, do any other guys play fetch, or is it is it just Fox there? There, Harvey does. Harvey will play fetch, and he's like he's a killer. But the the boys are uh, they're unfortunately declawed, but they'll they'll still like they'll fuck you up. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter that they don't have front claws; they they will they will get you. Like Harvey is fast. He's the only cat that actually legitimately will grab a toy out of my hand and like take it from me without me just you know willingly conceding. Also, oh, he just he needs to show his authority over you. I guess that's he's is he the alpha cat then or or. or... Does, he's is, is he's one the, of the biggest <laughs> just just by virtue of being like 20 pounds he's he's in charge they, that's it yeah just seed seed control <laughs> to the largest of everybody so the, yes <laughs> um so as in our pre-show we were chatting this because I, I i like to come up with because we were all pet owners you know currently or or, or in the past and mm-hmm. like like this week um uh like for, for uh, in, in our house um like my wife uh, in the last couple of weeks had noticed that our our cat Wink, the uh, our one eyed cat, that uh, when he was jumping yeah. off their food station, like he was jumping, like he was hitting the ground hard, right? And we sort Aww. of we, we were chalking that up to like his depth perception issues with the one eye, right? And and we we're yeah. trying to figure out how we were going to sort this issue out because with the, having three dogs in the house, the cat food has to be up off the ground. So we have like yes. we had like a pet station in our living room. And like the, you know, the easy, you know, the easy solution would be to put like a stool in front of it for him to jump up. But just the way that the living room was set up, the stool would have been kind of like in the middle of everything. So to accommodate this cat, <laughs> we rearranged half our living room. We we got rid of the, the, the pet station we had. We brought in an entirely new pet station. We moved a, <laughs> a, a, a storage bench. We turned our living room table and put it up against the wall. Also, Wink could have a, like a jump, a step up to this new food station. And I'm, I'm like, I'm happy to announce that that you know that Wink is is enjoying this. <laughs> he's he's not jumping off the uh, the station and crashing anymore. He has a soft place to land and another soft place to land. But like, my God, like I think we've all all pet owners have done just just irrational things really to accommodate their pets because you know who we we rearranged half our living room for this cat so he could eat easier like it makes yes. no sense and, and and i know like we've all been there and i'm assuming you guys would, would you know like steve you 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 had the uh like was it Artie was was uh, i think your uh 
your the, the cat that you had to make the most accommodation or the dog you had to make the most accommodations for in your life, wasn't it? No, it was Tucker. I mean, I, I sat down and in, in prep for the show and and Nancy and I <laughs> made a list of of what we had to do in our lives to accommodate. And I have basically an eight and a half by eleven piece of paper on two sides <laughs> covered with things. Uh, I mean, Tucker had a lot of leg surgeries and he at one point had a fixator on his leg, which was a metal bar oh, wow. to keep it from moving. So, you know, for about six months between or eight months between uh, four leg surgeries, Tucker was Tucker thought he was people. So he would be up on the bed, he'd be <laughs> up on the couch and everything else. And we couldn't have him yep. risk doing that. So basically, Nancy and I lived like samurai for eight months. We ate on the floor. We slept on the floor. We got rid of our mattress. We slept downstairs in the basement. Uh, we've got a finished rec room, but we bought full mattresses so we could all sleep <laughs> on the floor together so he wasn't left out. Um, That's incredible. And you did this for how long? <laughs> eight months? Uh, no, well, six, six, maybe eight months. Six months for sure. Um, cause he couldn't after, even after stuff started to heal, they had to do the other leg and he couldn't jump up. We couldn't risk him jumping up on the bed. So yeah, we, we basically lived and slept and whatever. And all the outsides, it wasn't, Hey, let's take the dog outside. It was quite literally, I'd pick him up, carry him up a flight of stairs, walk out in the backyard in the middle of the winter and put him down and wait till he did whatever. And then pick him up and carry him back inside. And yeah. Wow. Wow. That's, it's amazing what the things will do for our animals, isn't it? I just, that's, oh, it's for, like, I, that's, that's pushing the envelope there. Like six months of that. Like, so did once, once it was over, like when you started transitioning to, I guess, upright living uh, again, did, um, did, did, was, was Tucker like cool with that? Like, did he transition back to the normal or? Oh, he, yeah, he transitioned. I made him steps for everything. I went and I, <laughs> I, I damn near cut my hands off because God knows I'm not allowed to touch power tools on a regular basis, but I made uh, steps up to the couch. I made steps to go up into the bed. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a whole bunch of things and, and, but we do it. I mean, we bought a king size bed because of the dog. I mean, he oh, wanted yeah. more oh. space. Yeah, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Dude, I'm a car guy. King size bed. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a car guy and I have an SUV and a wagon because I could not have a vehicle that, you know, when we live here in the north and, and Christine knows it because she's up in the area and there, everything's two yep. or three hours away. I mean, I wasn't going to have yep. the dog sit on my wife's lap or my lap in a Miata while we're driving around. So we <laughs> bought, an, we have no children and we have an SUV because of a 40 pound friggin' dog. I mean, it's... I, we have no children. I have an SUV. I totally feel, we also own a van. I totally understand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, Christine, oh. you mentioned you have a, a diabetic cat who is currently up North with you guys. And that was, was it Megatron, yes. right? Was that, was that the, uh... yes. And so like, I was, yeah, like down that's accommodation and a half because we leave our cats behind whenever we go anywhere and we have somebody <laughs> come because like cats don't travel as well as dogs do so so Me oh she's an easy traveler she like we forget she's there half the time <laughs> like we, we stopped we pulled off to like you know go to the bathroom about halfway up and it's like oh yeah there's a cat in the back like she does not care one way or the other <laughs> Now, she's so chill. She's just, just hanging out like about a foot away from me right now, just sleeping away. 
<laughs> now, when you're traveling with her, like, is she, are you, is she harnessed up or in a crate or is she just, you know, like... she's in a crate. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, like we have a, <laughs> we have a really, really huge carrier cause uh, Harvey's like 20 pounds. And uh, when that fire alarm's going off and he's got to be jammed into a carrier, it, it's a top loader. <laughs> it's a dog carrier because it's the only way that like nobody's arms will get mangled if he has to be jammed into a carrier so she gets the, the luxury accommodations when when he doesn't have to go anywhere either oh but nice. uh, like we live in an apartment building and we do have a friend who lives in the building so she's uh she's popping in to feed the other ones like tonight tomorrow morning but uh, yeah megatron is insulin dependent every 12 hours so when uh when we can we just take her with us so, so is it like a normal diabetic human? Like, do you have to test Meg's or Tron's blood um, sugar? Or is it just dose it every 12 hours or dose him or her every yeah, 12 hours? And we, Like, we do have a, a glucometer. So we, we can test her if, if uh, like, if we have to or anything like that. And, uh, like, to be honest, we never have because she's been fine and she uh, regularly goes to the vet. And she was uh, actually part of a, a clinical trial way back at the beginning for a different type of insulin which didn't pan out, but we're always very interested in seeing her still now to see like how she is and what she's up to. And so we've never actually had to do it ourselves because she's so frequently in, in at the vet that they, they take care of it for us and like tell us our dosage. <clears throat> but it, uh, it, it all happened. Well, it, it really, it started happening years ago when she started overeating and <laughs> I was a, a bad cat mom. But uh, at, at the beginning of COVID, I was home all the time and I started noticing that she was just not, herself and she like she rapidly lost a lot of weight and i could just like i you know i did I did three seconds of googling it was like oh shit she probably is diabetic like she had that sweet stent she had the massive weight drop she had uh her, her back right leg went like super gimpy as, as oh, really? that sounds oh, like wow. it it just it, it wasn't working properly she was limping you could tell when she jumped down off something that like, it was it was paining her so yeah we took her to the vet and like immediately the vet was like, yeah, I think she's diabetic too. And, uh, you know, they tested a little and that's hundred percent what it was. And they originally, like I said, she was part of a clinical trial and they were doing a pill instead of a needle. And she like, again, she's totally, you can literally feed her a pill, like a treat and she'll just eat the goddamn thing. She's like, she does not care. She's the strangest cat I've ever met in that regard. But uh, the, the pill did not treat her well. Uh, it, what, what it did was, it sent all of the, like the excess uh, glucose and sugar out through the urine, and what it did was it caused such a massive urinary tract infection that it like gave her a bladder infection. It was just a, a nightmare. We literally she was at the vet for like a week. Like we did not even get to see her, take her home, nothing. And uh, of course that didn't go well. But again, part of the study, so they paid for everything, which was quite nice because it was like three thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. But well, it. Yeah, but I mean, aren't cheap for sure. No, no, but I mean, hey, like having a negative reaction like that is unfortunately a good result for a study like that because they, they got to see an adverse reaction. But uh, she was immediately put on just like liquid insulin and she's honestly been fine ever since. We, we just have to feed her like twice a day. And then that's where that's where it gets tough when you have five cats, uh, one of which is a diabetic, one of which has a urinary tract issue. That's Harvey. He needs to be on special food. There's a kitten that's on special kitten food. And two cats that will eat anything at any time. Like Optimus and Joker, completely healthy, all good. And they just sort of go with the flow. 
So how do you, so how do you handle that then? Like, is it like you're taking cats into different rooms? Like one's getting fed in the bathroom, one's in one bedroom, one's in another, and the two that can eat everything are just out with exactly. Yeah. So oh, so it's like legit. Like you're actually yep. doing that. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that... yeah. So we feed the kitten in the bathroom because he's he's a little terror because he was uh he was part of like a really really big litter and he's still used to fighting for food. So he'll scarf his down and try to eat up anybody else's. So we will just feed him in the bathroom. Yeah. And then while he's eating, I'll get the other four ready. And then like I'll feed. So Harvey gets fed on top of the chest freezer. Joker gets fed on top of his cat tree in the living room. Optimus gets fed in front of the TV. And Megatron gets fed beside the beer fridge. And I, like, <laughs> and I'm they assuming all, like, they know their spots, right? Like they just go to oh, them 100%. Yeah. As soon as they hear one of us go to the bowls, they each go to their little posts. They know exactly where they're going and they just sit there and wait. And then, you know, we'll feed them all and uh, let Tron get a little bit into her food, then give her a needle and just sort of keep an eye. And, and like, I don't care if the other ones get into the other one's food. Like, you know, they, they can all have the urinary food and Harvey can have the normal food. It's, it's okay, but we just have to make sure Tron isn't getting into everybody else's. Yeah. So that's, that's Tron's the only one that you really have to make sure that Tron's eating Tron's food only. Right. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And it was, uh, obviously much harder now that life's gone back to normal but but it was it was almost a good thing that it happened at the beginning of covid and we could kind of like figure out a, a routine oh i and guess so like, yeah because if you were at work then yeah. you would have had to try to figure this out while you were leaving the house eight hours a day type of thing mm -hmm. yeah but in, in that regard what sucked was we couldn't even go into the vet's office like when this was happening so for me to learn how to give her insulin they're like here's a youtube link like we've created all these youtube videos for things that we can't teach you how to do in the office Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, oh. It's amazing it, all the things crazy. that COVID sort of, like, just, like, little things like that. The, the, the doctor couldn't you show you one-on-one -on -one how to do it. So I'm assuming you've been successful yep. at uh, at giving the insulin then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, like, the, the in-laws the in had a diabetic cat before. So, like, I'd seen them, like, dose their cat and jab their cat. So, like, I, I, I knew what to do. <laughs> like, I'd seen it before. I'm like, okay, I could do that. And, like, she doesn't care. She's eating away. She doesn't care that you're jabbing her twice a day. <laughs> oh, it's something they're comfortable with after a while. They know that that's, uh, if, I'm assuming it's not impeding her life in any significant way. It just goes with the flow and sounds like a pretty cool. Exactly. Cat to me, so, oh, nice. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad she's okay. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad she's getting what she needs. And, uh, and I'm assuming, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm assuming all the other cats are, are healthy and things are going well with them then too. There, yeah, yeah. Harv's had a, a urinary like blockage about oh, two years right. ago, yeah. but we we just put him on uh, like Purina makes a urinary tract food, and and he seems to be great. Nice, nice. So we've uh, I, I think you know we've we've covered our pets for uh, another episode of of uh, Mark Loves Podca Podcast Pets and Pot. Gee, I'm, <laughs> this weed's getting to me, I guess. Uh, so now we're coming to the most important part of our podcast. When we talk about podcasts now, um, last week, awesome. Steve and I recommended uh, our, our three of our favorite podcasts. Um, but uh, like I said, this is this is a guest driven show. So um, we invite our guests on. They will be uh, they'll be sharing with us five of their favorite podcasts. Um, Steve and I will be recommending uh, one each uh, as well in the process. Um, but awesome. uh, but uh, today, um, Christine, you've uh, you I send you a form to fill out and you send me back sort of like which, which podcast that, uh, that you're going to be talking about. And, um, I'm, I'm familiar with two of them. Cause I think one of them you actually recommended to me. 
Um, but you've you've got some really great choices here. So I'm gonna let you decide. Like, what which one would you like to uh, to start with today? Ooh, uh, let's let's start with 99% invisible. That's a great one. Now 99. Okay, so this is the one that I'm I'm familiar with. This is the one that you recommended to me, and 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 yeah, I can't say uh, enough good things about this. I'm gonna let you take it away with uh, 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 the ins and outs of uh, of uh, um, 99% invisible. Yeah, so this one, it, as I was writing that list for you, I realized that like every podcast had to do with like the hidden side of something, or <laughs> you know, like things that are blatantly in your face that you don't see, like like curb cuts or uh, like just stupid things like that, or like you know why there's a very distinctive type of architecture in Paris, or why there's no mid mid rise apartments in Toronto, like just oh, okay. stuff like that yeah. that yeah. no no one would ever notice unless you have some sort of inkling as to what to look for or the fact that like, you know, you don't notice curb cuts until you're in a wheelchair and you're like, fuck, I can't get on the sidewalk. Like <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Like a, an able-bodied person is not really looking for them, but it's, it's like, it's a whole podcast dedicated to finding out why things are like that. And it's just, it's, it's fascinating. Like I've learned so much from, <laughs> from all of those episodes. Now, now, uh, is this? Have you have you listened to it? I've listened. I've listened to quite a few episodes. Roman Mars is one of my favorite hosts' uh, podcasts. He's got a very soothing voice. That voice. Yeah, his he's got a. Oh my god, that voice! He's, he's got a, a really great voice, like a really good podcast voice. Um, that when he tells, yeah, like, when he when he when when he's because what ninety nine percent invisible also does is sometimes they, they'll they'll play episodes from other podcasts, right? Yep. Uh, just, just as like almost like what we're doing is a referral, but but they'll play the entire app, and I've I found a few podcasts from there. But yeah, Roman Mars, he's one of my favorite guys to listen to. There, I, I just listened to one um, that he did with Bill Clinton. Like it was, he was on Bill Clinton's show, and then they aired it as an episode of Ninety Nine Percent Visible. And like th- those two voices, oh my god, I could listen to Bill Clinton and Roman Mars just talk all day. Like, <laughs> I don't even care what the content is. I can just listen to their voices. Just read a menu or something like that, as long as it was back and forth. There, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I, I totally see how Roman Mars got to start, <laughs> like, with NPR and and just kept moving on from there. I'd, I'd be very sad if he didn't have a, a job using his voice. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it's uh, one of my favorite episodes. I think it was called, uh, I th- it was about the Hanko in uh, in Japan, and it's this, I think this is Stan. Yeah, the, the seal, right? Yeah. I remember that, you telling me all about that one, yes. That yeah. was a fantastic episode. It was just this interesting thing about Japan that, like, how they use this stamp as sort of like an authorization or accreditation of things, and, and how, uh, like, the stamp was, like, they had to figure out how to use the stamp during COVID, uh, because like nothing yes. is official until it's stamped with a stamp, but everybody's working from home. So how did they, it was, it's, it's really like, uh, it's one of mine. It's, it's one of the ones I find that like, I do like, it's a learning podcast and I found some other, like it introduced me to this podcast stuff, the British stole, which again, a, yes. another, another great yes. podcast that probably talked about one day on this. Um, but definitely, um, if, if you, if you haven't ever listened to it, it's, uh, take, take the time to, you know, download, you know, a few episodes. Um, it's, uh, where is it from? Uh, it's, uh, Sirius XM and Radiotopia, uh, are the network, but, uh, if, yeah, it's 99% invisible. Um, uh, Christine, I, I don't want to take away your thunder here. I just, uh, I remembered one of my favorite episodes. It's all about, uh, the no name brand, like the law, blah, blah sub brand of no name. 
Oh, they did an episode <laughs> about that? Yeah, so one of their producers is from Canada. His name is Chris Barube, and he just wanted to do it about, like, President's Choice and No Name. And, like, do you remember those ads from, like, the 90s? Like with, like, <laughs> Dave Nichols just... in them and stuff like that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I remember those. Like, he yeah. Was, yeah, he was in all the commercials. Then he had, like, Dave's Beer and, and Dave's This and yes. Dave's That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so there was a whole episode on that, and it's oh my god, it's so good. Highly recommend. <laughs> oh shit, I had no idea. Okay, so that's I'm gonna have to write that down and make sure I go back and watch that one. It's weekly, and like it's not you don't have to listen to the last one for this one to make sense. Like if there's a topic that doesn't interest you, you can totally just skip it. Even like I don't, but you can. <laughs> yeah, I, like sometimes I, I'll look and and I think the topic might not be interesting enough, but I'll still <laughs> listen to like the first couple of minutes, and then the next thing you know, I listen yep. to the whole podcast, and I'm and I'm googling more about it afterwards. It's a hundred percent. Yeah. It's, uh, it's uh, <laughs> definitely a podcast worth listening to. Absolutely. Now on to, uh, on to podcast number two, where are we going here, Christine? That's a great question. Uh, I think 20,000 Hertz would probably be the, the next one, the next logical one. Now, now that's <laughs> one I'm unfamiliar with. Steve, is that something that you're familiar with? 20,000 Hertz? I haven't heard of that one at all. Okay. Christine, wow us. So it is also about the hidden side of stuff, but it's strictly sound design. Like there's a whole episode about that, you know, that like, dun dun, not at the beginning of Law and Order, but when you listen to, or when you watch a Netflix show. Oh yeah, yeah. There's, there's a whole episode on that. And like the Dolby digital surround sound sound. That you know, like I know you can hear in your head right now. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and, just, and uh, like, like Dell and all those guys that had had their sort exactly. Of... Yep, yep. So it's it's all about sound design and how things sound the way they do. And there was one episode about uh, like all the competing and conflicting sounds in your home, like you know your microwave and your fridge and your dishwasher, and how when they're all going together, you know it could drive you a little crazy because <laughs> it's just you know sound overload. And it sounds in cities that it's it's just about like how sound affects you and how sound can be made. And I think one of my favorite episodes of that one was about uh, Ted Lasso oh, and how they show. filmed great, a lot of it. Show. Sorry. So, such a great show. I love it. So I'm like, ooh, a pod, my favorite podcast did an episode about it. Great. So <laughs> they, they talked about how they filmed a lot of it before COVID hit, but then they edited it during COVID. So if they needed to redo audio or whatever, they'd have to call up the actors and they'd have to, you know, go hide in a closet or their bathroom and <laughs> throw a blanket around them to, to get the proper sound. But it was, uh, it was really cool. Oh, geez. So, so now, so now this like, watch it, like, sorry, listen to a podcast like this. Now, when you're out and about, do you find now that you're paying attention to sort of like the sounds around you more because of like the things you've learned through this podcast? <laughs> They're, oh, absolutely. Yeah. And in every episode, they have like a guess at sound <laughs> contest. And there's a few that I, I've never like won anything, but I'm like, oh, I know what that is. And it's always very exciting. Like, you know, like that's a, that's a Sega Genesis starting up, like random stuff like that. Oh, interesting. Because I guess like, yeah, everything like, you know, <laughs> things will have the, their unique sound. And it's something that just could bring like flashback. I'm Because I was never a Genesis guy. So that's something that net probably would have just gone right over my head there. But for you, I'm, I'm assuming that probably just brought back a flood of memories. There, oh, yeah, my, my brother had one. <laughs> nice. And it's good. I looked it up. It's, it's not a long podcast either. I think they're... Uh, 20 or 30 minutes so they're they're relatively short 
and I'm, they're, yeah, they're one of my uh, commuting podcasts for sure. And I'm assuming it's it's fairly like it's a family friendly sort of uh, podcast. There's nothing too explicit on there at all. No, for sure. And and like there have been a couple with warnings or whatever because you know sometimes they'll be doing an ep- an episode about a show or something where there's cursing and <laughs> you know like that there's just a lot of fucks in the episode by virtue of it being in the show. But there's always there's always warnings if there is any content that <laughs> needs a warning. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, at least beforehand, you're not going in there, and then all of a sudden, you're going to hear the <laughs> F-bomb and go, what the hell just happened? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nice. And this can be and this can be found on, on just about any podcast platform? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I listen to everything on Google Podcasts. That's that's my go-to. So, I, I, I know they're all available elsewhere, but that's, uh, that's how I listen to every single one of them. Nice, nice. I actually just uh, I signed up for Google Podcasts, so this bad boy should be appearing on that next week. Uh, oh, perfect! I, yeah, I tried to look for it the other day and did not find it, so that makes sense. No, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of work involved in getting a podcast from sort of you know when it's done and edited to actually published, and I was spending a lot of that time yep. doing that last night, and I'm hoping next week will be uh, will be available on on things other than Spotify. That's that's our goal. Knock oh, on wood. That's awesome. Knock on wood here. Okay, so Christine, <laughs> let's see here. So we've uh, we're two down, three to go. Where are we going to next year? Uh, let's go to Freakonomics. Freakonomics. Okay. Fantastic another, podcast. Okay, so Steve, another you're familiar with this one then, eh? I'm familiar before the podcast even. I yeah, I read the book. the book when it came out. I I Me too. It. Yeah. I was like I was like, I don't know, 12. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this looks fascinating. And I absolutely fell in love with it. And then, okay, the shut up, one. Christine. I was older than 12 when that <laughs> book came out. <laughs> I Thanks for rubbing it in, though. No, no, I, I was a nerdy kid. It's fine. So, so okay, so uh, ex- to explain it to someone who's completely unfamiliar here. It's it, another one, you know, a hidden side. It's It's all these economic things just all these comparisons and I, I think my favorite one was uh and, and they've revisited this one quite frequently but it's uh you know did was abortion actually what caused crime to go significantly down in the united states like was roe v wade the direct uh like cause of crime going down in the united states it's like oh shit like that's <laughs> that's one of those questions that's like it it seems extremely viable but very hard to ask yeah, because I've I've, it, I've heard that I've heard that argument before in, in uh, another podcast I've listened to. But uh, sorry, go on. And and they they just sort of like explore the whole thing, and it, it's it's not just that they do a bunch of other ones. Uh, they they're oh, there's like the sumo stuff. The the book is so old. I'm trying to remember it. They they were talking about like the fixing of of sumo wrestling matches and like who it would benefit and why and just. Like all these wild questions that had these crazy economic implications that you wouldn't have even thought of unless someone had think or thought to ask the weird questions. So is is it like is is it like each episode is about one subject or is it getting like multiple episodes like is like one subject covering multiple episodes there, in this? Yeah, so each one now is kind of about a, a single topic. And like this book came out like twenty years ago. So and there's the two economists. There's uh, Stephen Levitt and Stephen Dubner, and <laughs> they were uh, economists at the University of Chicago, I believe. And they just like got along really well, and I think just like to bounce weird questions off of each other, and decided to write a book. Yeah. So it takes a lot of the from the original book. It takes a lot of these things and and loops it back 
to an economist's mind and, and how that would work. So as a business geek, same thing. I, I went back through it. Um, and I mean, you know, Christine, you can probably bring it up, but this is not a new podcast. I, I think I looked it up before no. the show and they're like 520 episodes yeah. into it. And Holy they're like an shit. hour a piece. Wow. Uh, you yeah. know, 40 minutes, you know, around there, but yeah, they're, if you if you're gonna say well let's get caught up you, you're gonna be a while man oh, so and, like, and there's that's like that yeah okay sorry christine go ahead i was gonna say and there's there's two other ones too there's uh no there's there's three other ones there's freakonomics md there's no stupid questions there's people i mostly admire uh freakonomics radio book club like there are so many subsets now where it's like them and other super smart people that and they just like just talk about crazy stuff and how it relates to economics it's just so interesting like the most recent episode uh it was an episode uh, update for 375 but it's called the most interesting fruit in the world and this is an episode update and it's 40 minutes long <laughs> and it's about bananas and like it's fascinating and bananas <laughs> are the most interesting fruit in the world yeah oh okay i i Oh, I, See? my, my right? interest is peaked there now. I'm I have to check this out. I'm, I'm writing this down. Bananas? Question mark. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Okay. The cheese. Nice. So, and this is a weekly. Uh, did we did I ask that? Is this a weekly podcast? Weekly? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe even more frequently than that. Wow. Geez. And 500 to catch up for. Well, if I'm ever stranded on a desert <laughs> island, then there we go. As long as it's got Wi-Fi or something that I can get. Uh, okay. Exactly. Yeah. So, Christine, we're down to we're down to your final two here. Uh, where are we going with uh, with number four? Okay. Let's. Okay. So, Darknet Diaries. I am. This a fan. one this is, is. This is a like, great one. Yeah. It's so good. It's it's admittedly like super niche. You have to be at least like a little bit of a fucking dork to appreciate it. But I think like the host, Jack Resider, I think he's just such a great host. I think like he's he's got a really good flow. He makes like stupid jokes that I appreciate. He's a good storyteller. And like, I think he's always genuinely fascinated by what he's talking about. And it really like translates into his telling of the story. Abs and it's it's mainly... Like it's it's mainly about well he says the dark side of the internet tales for true stories from the dark side of the internet so a, a lot of the original ones were about like penetration testing which is you know a, a testing networks or buildings to see if you can get in like pretending you're a bad guy but you're actually a, a good guy just testing to see if if you know this company or this person's security is is up to snuff and then he's he's kind of branched out into other things like giant hacks of uh, you know, like uh, military defense contractors in Iran or Google or something like that. And then he's, he's so many fascinating guests from like all different walks of life and countries and everything. It's it's just it's so good. Yeah. Like I this is this is again, this is one of my favorite podcasts as well. And I enjoy because like he'll bring guests on like he'll bring guys on that like that they you know did like a like a really famous hack and spent 15 years in jail and now they're telling their story to jack on this uh, like yep. how they did it and the things they did and they'll talk to guys that like you know that are hired by banks and the bank says we need you to rob our bank over here uh to see if you can rob it right and then you know sometimes they get caught 
Uh, like there's there's great ones where <laughs> these guys get are getting thrown in jail because the police are pissed yes. that they weren't told that these guys were doing this, and then there's just it's just like a big pissing contest. And um, there, and, and there was something about like jurisdiction, like the federal like court and the the city cops. I yeah. remember that episode. And it was just it was a nightmare. And I think there was one guy like the he 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 went and he he robbed the wrong bank. Like he went yes, in and yeah. he and he, like he was supposed to go to the left, but he went to the right by accident and ended up robbing that <laughs> bank. But like, but then like told them and the bank appreciated it because all of a sudden they discovered there are all these security flaws they didn't realize they had that this guy yep. accidentally like showed them. But it's it's a really and like, the teller I, and the teller kept wondering why this guy holding her at gunpoint kept winking at her. No, but it wasn't. <laughs> but see, that's the thing, like, because he wouldn't go in like with a, like a gun or anything like that. Like he would go in and with some bullshit story, right, to say, "Well, I'm here to check, you know, your your server." When he flashed some yep. like little ID card, because he wants to see how far he can get into the bank with just simple little things, like not like in a forceful way, but in like, can I manipulate yep. my way to like access to let's say the manager's terminal or something like that and 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 like yeah. put something in their in their mainframe it's it's a great and and like i'm not a big technology like technology scares the shit out of me i'm i'm I, it's, it's, it's one of the Reasonable. reasons that kept this podcast like years from getting actually online and stuff but i admittedly like i enjoy this podcast because i i learn a lot and they talk about like the conventions in like uh, las vegas where hackers get together and try to like be yep. the best hacker and stuff like that and uh sorry go ahead uh christina i will stop stealing your thunder here no, no, no. This is fantastic. This makes me happy to have somebody else to talk about this podcast with. It's it's so good. And no, I, I love hearing all those stories too. And like it when he when he starts talking about like social engineering and you know, like the, the contest where you're like social engineering on stage where oh, it's like yeah, you have a that's telephone. A great episode. Yeah. Sorry, go on. Oh my god. And and he like he interviews that that lady that does it. And oh my god, it's just it's so cool. It's so cool to think about and like Every time I'm at work now and someone new shows up, I'm like, are you just, are you testing us? Like, who, who are you? Like, <laughs> I've, I've what, recommended what that like, so to like paranoid. so many people, like so, especially like people I know that are in the IT world. Not that I'm like, like yes. a stereotype, but I know that they're, that's like a lot of the stuff they oh, talk about, the it, they, they like, they're familiar with what they're talking, like myself, some, some of what they're talking about goes over my head, but, but a lot of it is, uh. A, a lot of it's like easy to sort like just sort of understand it in the flow of the of, of the narrative of the uh, of the podcast for sure. Uh, yes, def absolutely, definitely one if you if you you've never given it a shot. And I think like the episodes can range in what like thirty to fifty minute type of lengths. Yeah, yeah, they're not uh, not super long, but there yeah there are some shorter ones, but I think they're about like forty minutes to an hour. Yeah, I'm interested to see. I'm sure he's going to have some episodes like you know coming up in in the future that will be about the the, the crash of crypto that we're uh, experiencing. Oh right God, now. yeah. Because uh, like because yep. he does a lot of he talks about crypto a lot and sort of um and and it, it sort of explains the rise of it in in bits and pieces here and there. Definitely. Definitely worth uh, worth a listen to if even if you if you're a little bit afraid of technology, um, definitely a podcast <laughs> that that Jack really does like he he de does make the show uh, uh, interesting to listen to and he you're, you're definitely right like he does sound mm -hmm. like he's really enjoying the subjects he's talking about when he's talking about them. Yep, yep. That that was uh, the first Patreon I ever subscribed to. <laughs> he oh. still gets five dollars US a month out of me. <laughs> oh, very nice. Nice. How many? And how if many nothing else. 
if nothing else, and you're a budding criminal, at least you can listen to this show to get ideas without oh, having to actually rob someone physically. Absolutely. Exactly. Like, I tell you this, like, some of the things they do to get into these, like, buildings, it's like, holy shit. Like, I think the one guy's like, I wonder if I could just get in here if I'm holding a ladder. And I think he just sort of walked through the door with a ladder and nobody stopped him because yep. he's like, well, he must be here for something. He has a ladder. Right. That was a line in the movie. It's a ladder. A, a clipboard yeah. and a yeah. confident smile will get you into almost any building on in the planet. Absolutely. It's Absolutely. so true. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so, Christine, for your final recommendation here on uh, on our first episode with a guest, um, what do we have? So my uh, my last one that is just uh, it's so funny. It's smartless which I probably doesn't need a recommendation because it's super hot. And I think a lot of people listen to it anyway, but um, it's, it's hosted by uh, Will Arnett, Jason Bateman and Sean Hayes. And I, I fucking love Arrested Development. So I'm very happy to listen to Bateman and Arnett again. And Sean Hayes is just, he's hilarious. And the three of them together are just like, you can tell that they're just such good buddies and they just like, they riff so well. All three of them are absolutely hilarious. Now. And like the premise of this one is like that each each week one of them will bring a guest in, and it's always obviously someone like super fucking famous because they're all super fucking famous. <laughs> so like m- most recently, there's been like Wayne Gretzky, Elizabeth Moss, uh, President Joe Biden. You know, kind of a big deal. Oh shit! Really? Eh? <laughs> oh wow! This is a fantastic podcast. See, I okay. It's so, so I, good. I'll, I'll admittedly like it. That doesn't sort of fall in my wheelhouse of podcasts that I listen to. So no, I've, I've never, me I've, I've never listened to that. And and uh, this, uh, but I like I, I was actually what I watched the other day, CIA, uh, Central Intelligence <laughs> with uh, uh, yeah. The Rock and and uh, Kevin Hart. Yep. But Jason Bateman, yep. you know, he's got a, a little scene in that <laughs> he's as well. So and funny. He's great. Yeah, he's he's a fantastic actor, and uh, and Will Arnett and Sean Hayes are great. It's uh, like so. I imagine it would be something that I should uh, actually give it a try. Eh. And Arnett's it, Oh, absolutely. Will Arnett's from Toronto. They rip on him. They rip on Toronto all the time. And it like it brings me much joy. <laughs> oh, wow. So I, I got, yeah, the rest of Canada must love that uh, podcast then. Yeah. And they just oh, talk sure. shit to each other the entire time. They, do. Like, it, it's, it's they talk quite... so much shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, is it okay? So I'm assuming this is not like a, a family friendly, like you couldn't, this is not kid friendly then. No. No, no. No. Okay, so there you go. It's, it's, not, it's okay. not that bad, Chris. I mean, I wouldn't play it for a kindergarten class or anything, yeah, but it's yeah. not it's not horrible. It's it's language, not content. That would oh, okay. be the issue. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and so this is a this is a weekly podcast? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and and they're, they're about an hour and so there's always like a little bit of preamble at first where it's just the three of them just uh just shooting a shit and talking and like the guest is always there, but on silent, so, so they can hear them. So it like the broth will will get uh, to the point where they start to introduce them, and usually they're just kind of paraphrasing the Wikipedia page. <laughs> but there's a couple and, of times there where they'll sit there and they'll introduce it almost like the other two have to guess who it is, like they've got no fucking clue that they've been prepping and scripting for this podcast and be like, well, this, this old fella is kind of the uh, leader of the free world. And uh, I called him and like the other two don't know and haven't had tons of security clearance to be able to talk to them. No, exactly. Yeah. Well, the leader of the uh, freedom, no. could you be talking to Putin today? No, it's you know exactly who President we're Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it's so good. And like, it's, it, 
they're always just like it's so cute like elizabeth moss was on recently and sean hayes has never met her in person and like it's always so funny to me to see stars get starstruck like <laughs> sean hayes is like oh my god it's elizabeth moss it's like yeah but you're sean hayes like they're <laughs> so now are they that's so funny to me is this are they meeting on zoom or are they this actually in person? Yes. okay so it's a it's a, it's a zoom no. meeting similar to what we're doing they're, yeah, the, the guys I don't think have ever been together, like maybe once, but the, they're like a lot of them are off doing plays or movies or same with their guests. Like it's, you know, they're, they're just off doing their thing and now is, it's they just sort of catch them wherever they are. It's great. Is this a fairly new podcast? Is this like a, a, a as a result of COVID, let's say, or uh, is as oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. No, it, it's a COVID one for sure. And yeah. it's like it's it's so funny and like it's just one of those if you just want to like laugh <laughs> we just want to like laugh hysterically and there's such a vast array of guests and like there's sports and actors and musicians and politicians and like people that you've never heard of but are very famous in their own field you've just never heard of them and it's one of those podcasts that you know it, it came out during covid that all of a sudden podcasters like you mark that had a microphone in a dream that wanted to be a podcaster and we're kind yep. of chugging along and there was this group of podcasters that were just voice guys and all of a sudden all these celebrities you know that had nothing to do during the pandemic like i'm gonna fuck these guys lives up and you have <laughs> bateman and hayes and these guys get together and fucking conan starts one and then the guys from scrubs are are well one of the guys on the and hasn't done a thing since scrubs but graph they you know all these guys and all these little podcasters that were no names before you know built their following and all of a sudden these celebrities came in and said fuck you little guy I'm Jason Bateman. I'm starting a podcast and no one heard of half these people again. Okay. But to be fair, the podcast that create, it's a quality podcast, right? It's worth listening to. Yeah. A hundred percent. But Mark, I love you. I've known you for 40 years, but if it was a choice between listening to you and listening to Jason Bateman, I would turn your ass off. In oh, a I would turn my ass off too. I'm not stupid. I know like where the humor's <laughs> at here. Like uh, that's why this is, this is helping people find good podcasts. I'm not like, I'm not trying to say we're a good podcast. We're just <laughs> the vessel to get people to good podcasts. So like, we're neither here nor we're not meant to be enjoyable so much as like the, the stepping stone to enjoyment such as smart lists and things like that, right? That's, that's, let's, you know, but hey. And that being said, if, deep, if Mr. Hayes, Mr. Arnett, or Mr. Bateman, you know, find it in their, 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 the graciousness of their hearts to call the three of us for a little chat, we certainly would. Not oh, say absolutely. No. If they would like to come on and discuss their pets, the love of their can cannabis and podcasts, then, and they're more than welcome to promote their own podcast as well on this podcast. I, I'm not, uh, I would not hinder that opportunity at all. That's, uh, I that it, it's an open invitation to any celebrity, I think, really. It's, uh, it it would be fantastic if that could happen. That'd be wonderful. Oh, it would be. I'm uh, hoping the I'm hoping the algorithm works and somehow, some way, on Wednesday when your podcast comes out, Mark. No, you know, Thursday. Walk in it and, comes out on oh, sorry, Thursdays. Thursday. You know, one of them, P or the you know personal assistant's going to walk in. Oh, Mr. Bateman. In case you were wondering, there was a show filmed in North <laughs> Bay, Ontario, that mentioned your podcast today. Yeah, that's happening. Yeah. I'll, I'll tweeted it. I'll tweeted it. Will or not? Oh, there, there you go. Yes. He's Canadian. He would. He would support a, a Northern Ontario uh, podcast, uh, especially because we he would. Just, yeah, oh, for sure. I think uh, especially all the nice things we just said about his podcast. Now, we are nearing the end of, of, <laughs> of, of, of today's episode, but 
Steve and I, you know, we are all both podcast fans, and and you know, we we would like you know we'd like to refer our own podcasts uh, each week. Absolutely, so, uh, Steve. Uh, what's uh, what do you have to refer to everybody this week? So for me this week, it's a bit of a change. Last week was a lot of the uh, business and and entertainment ones. Uh, this week, I'm introducing one of mine. Uh, you know, as Christine certainly pointed out very painfully, I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> and, uh, you know, looking for longevity and 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 trying to be healthier and, and uh, just be better in life. And uh, the podcast is called Huberman Lab. Um, Dr. Huberman, he is, uh, he's a physiologist. Um, he's, he's fantastic. Um, I believe he's a physiologist and I hope he doesn't get mad for me saying that, but, um, it's a great <laughs> podcast. Uh, he talks a lot about, um, just bettering your life on, on the health side. He talks a lot about, uh, dopamine and how to, you know, correct your levels, um, he's had a, a great one with uh, Dr. Lane Norton. Um, it, it talks about the science of eating and health and muscle building and stuff like that. So just in general, it's, it's uh, a good listen from a scientific side, um, you know, uh, on good living and, and just um, how meditation works. I mean, it, it's great. He's got quite a number of episodes. He, he's got about 100 episodes. Uh, they can be long. Uh, some of them are two and a half hours. Some are three hours long. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. So that's a yeah, commitment. Yeah, for sure. There, there's that's some wild. Ones, yeah. But um, just, you know, anyone that's doing the change and starting to maybe eat healthy and work out and just trying to to uh, change the focus of their lives a little bit, it's it's good science-backed information from someone who who is, if I'm not mistaken, he's a full PhD um, very intelligent, very well spoken, and doesn't come off as a super. And, and again, this is going to sound horrible to the guy, but he doesn't come off as this super polished, uh, you know, snake oil salesman kind of guy. Um, like a Doctor Oz, let's say, or something like that. Yeah, a hundred <laughs> episodes in, he still sounds, you know, the podcast still a little uh, not super super polished. He, but he he's he's smart and, and he's down to earth. Um, and give a couple episodes a listen if it's not your gig. Sorry for the recommendation, but if it is, I think people learn a lot of cool stuff from them. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so it's called Huberman Lab. Awesome. You say this, is this a weekly uh, weekly podcast, Steve? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, they are weekly. Um, sometimes a couple of times a week. Uh, like you look through, and and he had one on October 17th, one October 24th, October 31st. He's got sometimes a couple a week, um, and I think there's gaps in between, but uh, usually it's about once a week. Okay, so Huberman Lab, Huberman Lab is a recommendation from Steve this week. Um, this cool. week, actually, uh, sorry, you'll oh. like one last one. Uh, episode ninety-two is uh, I hadn't listened to it, but I have it on my list. It's two hours and forty-eight minutes long, but it affects of cannabis on the brain and the body. So, from a sci true scientific point of view, um, he even talks about that as well. You said episode ninety-two, eh? Is that episode is that what ninety-two? Yep. Okay. Well, hey, maybe I'll have that a listen. I enjoy what the effects of cannabis are on my body. Um, <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm gonna. I, I want to recommend this is this is a limited series podcast. It's uh, it's only six episodes long. Um, it's very topical right now. It's called uh, uh, World Corrupt. Um, and it's uh, it it takes a deep dive uh, into the com uh, uh, the corruption and the uh, human rights um, abuses that are surrounding this year's World Cup in Qatar. Um, and sort of, and like, oh. and how we balance sort of like 
you know, the shitty things like the corruption they got to get the World Cup and like the shitty things they're doing to the migrant workers and how we balance that with this game that we're all going to watch and enjoy and cheer for at the same time. Um, it's it's a very interesting podcast. It's brought to you um, by uh, it's uh, to find it. Uh, you have to download uh, or you have to uh, subscribe to Pod Save the World because it's it's uh, sort of intermingled into their feed there. But it's a six parter. Um, it's brought to you by the guys uh, from um, um, uh, the podcast Men in Blazers, uh, Roger Bennett and uh, uh, Tommy Vitor from uh, Pod Save the World. And it's 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 a, they're about forty minutes long, uh, family friendly for sure. But um, it's really very topical because the World Cup starts in a couple of weeks, and it sort of gives you an idea of of what kind of went into Qatar getting the World Cup because I think last week Seth Blatter, the uh, former FIFA president, comes on, comes out and says that Qatar getting the World Cup was a mistake. Um, but uh, oh, damn. And, 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 it, and for, for many reasons, uh, but it's definitely uh, worth watching. Roger Bennett is this British guy, and I always find British guys on podcasts are always great to listen to. Um, so uh, and he definitely makes the podcast uh, uh, a fun listen um, and they don't take themselves too seriously, uh, but they do uh, dive deep into this sort of the idea of corruption and human rights and, and uh, uh, surrounding this world, this year's World Cup. So um, if you if you want to something, listen to something short and quick they've got they've got five episodes out the sixth one comes out this week um uh and uh yeah if you if you've got a, a you know three or four hour car ride ahead of you definitely worth uh, a download um and so that's uh that's my recommendation this week um guys I, that's awesome i uh i th- you know i think we've come to the end of uh of uh, another episode of uh, mark loves podcast pets and pot uh i had a great time today how did you guys enjoy yourselves yeah, that was awesome. Thank you so much. Steve? I had a fantastic time, uh, as always. I mean, this is great. It's good to have uh, a guest on. Christine, you've been fantastic. You were you were um, a fantastic first guest. Absolutely. I'm glad. I'm, I'm really <laughs> oh, happy we had you on. You, you were able to sort of hit all our topics fantastically for us. So, Christine, yes. if, if people want to find you and look you up and share information or find out more about you, how do they get a hold of you? <laughs> um, my handle is Chevelle Freak everywhere. That's Freak with the PH. And no, I didn't used to hack phones, which is what everybody assumes when they see it spelt like that. But it's just because I really like the band Chevelle and I could always get that username with the PH. So it's just sort of followed me around everywhere. Fantastic. So um, all that information, uh, I'm as I'm learning this podcast game, uh, I'm, I'm realizing there's... Uh, there's notes to be left at the end of each podcast. So my goal is to, uh, to, to leave websites that link you to all the podcasts we talked to, or at least give you a list of all the podcasts we talked to today. If there's any of them that you wanted to, uh, to pursue in the future. Um, um, uh, Christine's, uh, Christine's social media handle will be there as well. So, uh, you'll be able to, if you want to find her, um, that you'll be able to find her, uh, before we go, uh, there's a, I have a list here. I created a little list of things I need to go through before we say goodbye. So first of all, thank yous, uh, Steve, thank you for uh, co-hosting again this week. Uh, I appreciate it. Uh, Christine, thank you for being our first guest. Uh, you were fantastic in the role. Um, thank you for having me. Big, uh, big, uh, thank you to Nancy, Steve's wife for, uh, for being, uh, our, our, I guess our graphic designer. We got some stuff coming to our, uh, our Facebook page soon too. Uh, again, I'm, cool. these are the things I'm learning on how this goes, but uh, uh, quite excited. 
Um, big thank you to Aiden and Richard at RFP Media uh, here at North Bay because uh, they help me, you know, figure out how all this shit comes together. And, uh, and That's awesome. Put it online, and I really appreciate uh, all, all the stuff they did for me. Uh, uh, D, uh, DD and Deeps, uh, they uh, did our music. Uh, and our uh, and I love the theme song for this uh, show. And a big thank you to my wife Dana, who lets me do this because you know <laughs> this, this is this is so much fun. I enjoy it. Uh, like and subscribe. Next week we should be available on a bunch more platforms. Um, again, still the, in that learning curve. Um, if you want to email us, uh, you can email us at marklovesppp at gmail.com. Uh, that's the letter P, not the urine P. Um, so remember that if you could. Um, and if you want, you can tell, send us your stories about your pets, pot, uh, podcast. If you if you want to like criticize us, give us advice, uh, we anything, just feel free to reach out. You can find us on Facebook at marklovesppp, Instagram at marklovesppp, and Twitter at Mark Loves PPP. Um, and uh, does anybody have anything to add before we say goodbye? No, Mark. No, that's you, great. You're, Thank you. Okay. You're killing it. So support your local arts, music, and comedy scenes uh, at your local animal shelters and your pot stores if you have them. Thank you for listening <laughs> and have a fantastic evening. Good night. Good night. Hey, thank you. Good night. Christina's uh, <laughs> Christina's opting for the video out today. If if you want to be video out as well, Steve, you're welcome to as well. Um, Can I okay. opt for you to be yeah, video I, out? I'm at a very bad angle. <laughs> uh, you want to opt for me to be video out, Steve? You yeah. Know can what? I opt for you, you so I don't have to look okay, at you? You can go to hell. That's, that's what you can do, my friend. Um, <laughs>